What's up PLP listeners and welcome back to another episode of the Fabes Now podcast and as you know I'm Fabes. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, this is the perfect podcast for those listeners who are interested in a range of different subjects such as film, TV, theatre, concert and conference reviews, as well as tourism. I also cover technology reviews and discussions about how we can start making everyday technology accessible for everyone. And as well as this, I also cover politics, which is what we're going to be touching on today. And another part of my politics made simple series on what is the state of Northern Ireland's political affairs at the minute and everything else that goes into that as well. Hope you enjoy the podcast and I will be back with you There has been already since we became the largest party in Northern Ireland for the first time in history after May's Assembly election. This means that for the first time in history, the biggest party in Northern Ireland's executive is a Republican party but some will argue is a sign that Northern Ireland's constitutional position might be changing. Since Sinn Féin's leader in Northern Ireland, Michelle O'Neill, now has enough votes to take up the role of First Minister as soon as power-sharing instalments continue. So why is there no government in Northern Ireland at the minute? Well, although five parties were elected to go back into the executive, only four of them are willing to do so at the minute, with one of them being happy to continue their protest in relation to scrapping the Northern Ireland Protocol. But to make this sound simpler, we need to go back to before the election. There has been a lot of pressure on the Democratic Unionist Party to make a stand against the protocol since it has existed by loyalists and 
this all boiled up before the election. Then in February, the DUP decided to pull their first minister, Paul Given, out of the executive and one of their main promises on the run-up to the election was that they wouldn't go back in to power sharing unless the protocol was scrapped. But it is important to note here that every single Unionist party in Northern Ireland also wants it scrapped. However, some are more eager to discuss everything over negotiations. Therefore, a lot of people who voted for the DUP will say that the party membership and especially people at the top of the party are doing exactly what they voted for them to do. And they will also remind the public that it wasn't that long ago when Sinn Féin also pulled the Assembly down for three years in an attempt to get everything that they wanted to deliver for their supporters. In the days following the election results, the DUP went up and signed into Stormont before walking straight back out again, which in effect allows them to continue getting paid while not actually being in the building, which is everything that the rest of the parties will continue to get as well. But while the DUP staying out has left Northern Ireland without a government, a caretaker government has been working in their place. To explain all of this simply, this basically means that all of the ministers who were in place before Stormont collapsed are for the most part still in place and every other minister is still the same except for those who lost their seats. However, these caretaker ministers have limited powers and they're only in place until the 26th of October. After that date, Northern Ireland will be left with no one in charge unless we get our government back before then, or we're taken under direct rule, neither of which are likely to happen. So is it likely that we are going to see another assembly election before the end of the year? This is another option that does seem highly unlikely at the minute but it definitely can't be ruled out completely with the 26th of October being the deadline for how long caretaker ministers 
kind of work for the NIO have started drawing up plans for a snap assembly election for maybe as early as December the year or a week before Christmas. But as we know from the time when Sinn Féin collapsed the government, politicians can threaten to call for an assembly election without actually calling for one so it could go on for months or years. And so, while there's a cost of living crisis, problems with the health service, people are struggling to pay for essentials and more, that's exactly where we are. So what do you think? Are you on the side where you are feeling quite annoyed again that Northern Ireland is the only part of the UK that doesn't have a functioning government at the minute? And is there anything you would like to happen to change it? Or are you actually on the side where you think that the DUP were quite right to walk out this time based on everything that they've said that they won't change about the protocol. If you let me know and have a view of my podcast, it really does help and I'll make sure to read through all of them. Just while I'm here though, I would like to just make a very quick mention that as far as podcasts go at the minute and what ones I've been listening to, I have found the Minds of Madness podcast quite entertaining. That is a Canadian podcast that goes into different murder cases cases that have taken place all over the world so make sure to check it out if you haven't done already anyway i hope you've enjoyed this episode and i will be back with you for another episode this wednesday hope you enjoyed it and please make sure to share if you would like to tell other people about this podcast so I can keep on doing it and help bring other things to you as well. See you and this is Deep Slow off.